0: Welcome to the Creating Ripples podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Zahner. I believe in the power of sharing our experiences and knowledge with others. And when we do, we are creating ripples of impact around us. Each week, get ready for intimate personal shares, honest, relatable conversations, aha moments, and so much more. This space was designed to create empowerment, inspiration, community, and provide guidance to elevate those around us. I am so excited to have you here. Get ready and let's start creating ripples. Hello, and welcome to the Creating Ripples podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Zahner. And today I am interviewing Brianna. Ooh. Rihanna, yes. Okay. I I needed reassurance one more time just in case. Um, And I'm really excited to have her on. Actually, the next few guests that I have, I was able to get connected to through Nikki Norenberg, who, if you've been a part of the Green Ripples podcast community, you know who Nikki is by now. And I love the different humans that she has connected me with, all different stories and journeys. And that's exactly why I'm excited to have uh, Rihanna share more about her story today and kind of where she's at. Um, We were talking before we hit record about how we all just kind of have our own Life pathways, and we're figuring it out. And I'm excited for her to kind of share with all of you her personal story. So, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Shout
1: out Nikki. She connects just the coolest people.
0: <laughs> she, and <knows> yeah, everyone. <laughs> she's the ultimate connector, and I am forever grateful to her because she. It's cool. So we're both from Minnesota, her and I, but okay. then she and I got connected through social media, actually, like I randomly just found her and then found out she was from Minnesota. And now she's connected with me with all these people all over, which is really awesome to get outside of that Midwest group and just talk to all sorts of different people. So I'm super excited you're here. And I would love for you to share about that personal growth journey that you've been on for yourself. Yeah, Um, awesome. Well.
1: I think the last like year and a half has been the most transitional. Um, I think a lot of people probably agree with that. It's been quite a ride. Um, But yeah, I started, I actually met Nikki in Los Angeles. I've lived out in LA for the past 10 years pursuing dance. So dance has been my entire life. I started when I was three years old. It's like my identity, everything that, you know, grew up competing, then, did a couple things professionally here in Utah, Um, I'm in Utah now, that's born and raised, it's where I'm from, Um, and then moved out to LA and pursued uh, that career for the past 10 years, and that's what I've pretty much been doing, and then, of course, I feel like everyone always says this, but when the pandemic hit, uh, my whole life, like everything I knew just got flipped upside down in the terms of like what I was going to do financially and how I was going to, you know, live. And I look back at it now and um, the pandemic obviously is still going and has has been super rough for everybody. And um, it was just a time for me to kind of go through a rebirth and be able it took dance away in a sense. It took like the jobs, it took the classes, it took the hustle and all of that. Um, And really just kind of stripped me down to, okay, who is Rihanna? Like, who is she really? So I think, yeah, I would say that 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 was my first time of being... um, having to really dig deep and I I've been in you know the spiritual world I've been you know trying to understand like myself more and diving in for at least five or six years but I don't think it was until the last like year and a half where I actually started putting those things to work um and so yeah from there dig deep figured out what I wanted to do, um, kind of allowed myself to take a step away from dance and, and be like, what is Rihanna really like? Like, what is she just like, you know, when she wakes up? And um, that can be scary when you hold such identity to something that has been you for so long, and then that's like, stripped away. It's, you know, it's like, okay, so what now? um so yeah journaling has always been a big part of my life I've I've always journaled um from a very young age and so I started to offer a space during uh quarantine every Thursday we'd get on zoom there'd be whoever wanted to join and we'd have what I called journal prep um so we created this community every Thursday we got together and I think from that being able to um being able to just fully be myself and create something that is my own and then also helping other people just helped me so clearly figure out uh kind of my purpose and my passion and and yeah so created that started to sing started to do music and now it's like a year later and I feel like my
0: whole life is is just different (laughs) that's amazing though and I think it, it is scary to have something that has been a part of your life for so long, kind of taken away. And when you're kind of forced into looking within yourself and being asked to dig deep. And I love the word that you used of this rebirth of who who is she? Who am I? And it's scary when we're faced with that. But when we're able to embrace that versus like hide away, we discover so much about ourselves and what we're capable of.
1: Oh, yeah. And I think up until that moment, you know, probably a year to six months, if I'm being completely transparent, like. I was not happy within dance and within where, like, where I was. It was, it was started to feel like a task, you know, when you take something that is a passion from a young age and you turn it into a career, it's awesome. It's amazing. It's all of the things, but there's also like being completely honest, there's hard things that come with it because it, it was dance was something that I was expressing myself with that I felt really good at. And then it became I had to pay my bills with it. I had to do it. It was like, I had mm. to show up for it. So like before that was stripped away, I, I was, I was exhausted. And so when it happened, it kind of was like, oh, <laughs> this, like, obviously I don't want this happening right now. And it feels terrifying, but also if, you know, I, I kind of was asking for it in a way of like, I need something to change. Cause it, I don't
0: feel like I'm aligned with like my highest purpose anymore. Mm. It's It can be really scary when those things are taken away, but sometimes it's almost necessary that something like that happens, whether you're let go from a job or with the pandemic taking many different things away for people, you start to look around and at the time it can be like, oh my God, my whole world's been flipped upside down. Now what do I do? And then as you get further away from that thing, you're able to hopefully see the lesson or hopefully learn something in it. And sometimes it can be like this big blessing because, I mean, especially in your story, by having the pandemic occur, maybe it took you out of dance sooner than what you would have done for yourself. But it sounds like it was something that was necessary for you to get to experience this journey and this growth process
1: yeah I was thinking about it before we were talking of like you know just kind of going through like okay what are you gonna share Rihanna like what is it that you have to say um and it it, I had this big I don't know I guess epiphany download whatever it is and I was like oh dance you know for me was like me and was a way to express myself and then it became helping others helping build others visuals and visions and you know when you're in LA you're doing a lot of commercial work so you're dancing behind people and it's awesome to help other people's uh, dreams come to fruition but I started to be like oh but I want to like I want to build my own dream like I want to be that front and center vessel of like what I really want to create and in that when I stepped away from it I've now found that like oh so I just needed to kind of you know not that dance is fully left because it's still very much me and who i am it just looks a lot different and now i'm able to take something and build what i really want to build to help not only myself but to help others which i think is one of my like main goals in
0: life is you know being being of service when you initially you know when the pandemic kind of took dance away and you were like faced with this opportunity blank slate to move forward what type of work did you start to do for yourself
1: um that's a good question I think the first month it was just like chill (laughs) it you know my body has been through so much wear and tear for dancing 25 plus years and um so the first month it was it was just you know relax and just let this be, and then it became more of really committing to my spiritual practices, which for me, it's, it's meditating, and that looks different all the time, it doesn't always just look like sitting, you know, that could be movement, that could be walking, um, journaling, and just kind of trusting my intuition, um, I think another beautiful part of the pandemic for me was the isolation, I feel like I was stripped away from everyone that I knew and everything that I thought was me. And once I was able to do that, I was able to actually listen to me and be like, oh, these are the things that you like. And um, I think I became more confident because I didn't have so many eyes and so many, you know, physical energies around me it was just like an isolation moment of of oh this is who rihanna really is and then just taking taking those steps to allow that to unfold and just trusting myself so listening to my intuition i guess would be another big big one
0: it is a really hard thing to do when you are constantly being like inundated with other people's thoughts feelings opinions and then when you're able to get out of that and sort of like recalibrate a little bit and reconnect with like your true self, you discover I feel so much about who you are outside of others' expectations.
1: Yeah. And I mean, now that we're talking about this, it's like my whole life has been that, like through dance, it's been, you know, competing, you're getting judged, you're getting critiqued, you're getting told, and then you move to LA to be a dancer, you're getting rejected, you're getting told, you need to have shorter hair, you need to be of this uh, height of this body image of these things. And so when, yeah, when that all happened, it was like, oh, I just need to be Rihanna. And I just need to allow her to come through and I just need to find her worth and then move forward. And th- th- that's also okay. Like it was, I think one of the first times in my life where I just allowed myself to guide myself and not to worry about what everybody else, you know, had in
0: my which, life. which can be a really scary thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> How did you move through that? I think I
1: mean, the people I have around me, I have to give credit, like my, you know, my family, my friends, the the, the tight circle that I keep um, are all very supportive. And, and I think I've found that within living in LA and being in such a cutthroat industry, like you have to have that. You have to have people around you that ground you and humble you and um, remind you how great you are, remind you, you know. Um, so I think keeping those people around, keeping the right people around and then um, just really you know flexing that intuition and trust muscle and you know through meditation through journaling through just like sitting with myself and kind of allowing myself to just be honest those things came through like journal prompt came through the idea of like Rihanna, you really like music you really like to sing you've always wanted to pick up a guitar and learn just do it you know just start I think you either said it when it started or before mm-hmm. but like just go and just see what happens and allow yourself to trust yourself and be bad at something, which I've learned is so fun, (laughs) like guitar, like, Oh, this is rough. But a year later, I'm like, it's became one of my favorite things because I trusted myself and I took that first step, no matter how hard or embarrassing or, you know, all the other things that we like to think.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it's getting out of your own way and, starting because if you never start, how will you ever know the end story? And you're always going to wonder, there's that saying, like, you never regret the things that you do, but you regret the things that you don't. And it's so true. So like, if there's something that you're feeling pulled towards, do it. Like the worst that can happen is you fail or you suck at it and whatever, that's okay. That's, an opportunity to challenge yourself, to get out of your comfort zone. And I think more of us need to be okay with that. I There's so much pressure around perfection. And I feel like maybe coming from a dance background, that might've been something challenging for you to move out of, because I know the pressures that there can be on dancers. And so how did you navigate kind of letting go of this lifestyle of perfection, and maybe you didn't experience that, but that's what I've had friends that have been in the dance world say is like, it was so much about perfectionism that I can't let that go in the other areas of my life. Yeah, I think it's exactly
1: that. I think it was like, I got to a point where it was so frustrating. It was so frustrating to be, you know, like I had said, like the six months to a year before the pandemic happened, like I was frustrated with myself because I couldn't get out of my own way. And then not only that, I didn't have the time to, I didn't have the time to get out of my own way because I had to make bills. I had to work. I had to, you know, I had adult things that dance was supporting um and so I think it was just finally getting sick of myself (laughs) in a way and being like girl you gotta do something because this isn't it and um yeah just taking that step taking the step whatever the step looked like and being completely transparent because I think that's honest I've tried a lot of things in the last year and a half where I'm like didn't work Uh, didn't land uh didn't like that don't really feel you know and that's important too and and um being okay with that like not taking yourself so seriously like yes there is an aspect of that but there's also an element where you just need to be like okay that didn't work and then when things do work you know allowing yourself to be vulnerable and um again I think you know if you're keeping the right people around you those people want to see you be you they want to see you be the most authentic version of yourself and I think that's something that I've really learned this past year and a half is like the people around me, you know, they don't have as strong labels and expectation than like the perfect ideal that I have in my head as I do. And when I allow my true self to just like shine, those people are like, yeah, and, you know, supporting and cheering. So that always
0: helps too. Why do you think that we set the bar so high for ourselves? I feel like we, we think others do, but then we actually realize like we are always the ones setting the bar and our expectations so high for ourselves and others just want to see us succeed or to try or to go after our dreams. And we're the ones that kind of create this, my, not mindset, but create this imaginary situation that like, oh, I'm going to let other people down, but actually in the end, we're letting ourselves down the most
1: yeah I mean I think that it has so much to do with a lot of different things like society I think teaches us that I think like just even the science of like neuroplasticity and the way our brains are wired what we saw you know growing up how maybe we were nurtured how we were not nurtured I think a lot of that has to do with it and um yeah, we put so much, so much pressure on ourselves to do these things. We think so many rough things about ourselves. And then when you admit that to maybe a friend or a family member, someone that you trust, they're like, I've literally never thought that of you, or I've never expected that of you, or, you know, I'm excited to see you. Because for me, it was with singing your guitar for a while. I was like, so terrified to show anybody that this was something I enjoyed and then the moment I did there was just like this wild support that I was like whoa people you know don't just see me as a dancer they're open to seeing me to a lot more and that was a big thing that I had to break through was like you're not just a dancer you're not just a dancer you have more than that you offer more than that you you know you have a lot of other talents and things that excite you I don't know if that answered the question.
0: Yeah. I mean, we create these false narratives of what other people are going to think. And we let that hold us back from taking that next step. Mm-hmm. And when we can start to recognize, you know, I'm just creating this in my head. I don't actually know what the outcome is going to be. Mm-hmm and remove that like negative energy and instead like flip it around to be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to just try, we're going to see what happens here because I actually don't know what the outcome could be. And it, it's so cool to hear you talk about how, you know, the outcome that you got was people just surrounding you and lifting you up and that gives you energy and drive to keep going and to continue to challenge yourself and continue to try new things. And it is this like really incredible feeling when you're able to move past the fear and like step onto this path that feels so true to yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think even now, like looking back, like I know a lot of people either do have good support systems or maybe they don't. What I like to do is I like to find people, you know, a lot of them happen to be like musical artists that you can just sense that they just don't care. And you know that there is a part of them because I think it's just like you said, embedded in all of us that we have this like judgmental brain that likes to step up when we're about to do something that's new. But most of the people, I think that people draw themselves to, whether it be whatever failed or the people that are taking those risks are the people that are maybe making themselves look silly or do something new or try something new. And it's like, we gravitate naturally towards those people because inside all of us, there is that person that wants to take that risk that wants to like start that business or start seeing, you know? So yeah, I think finding people too, that you just want to be like that you admire those qualities of just not giving
0: a dang, (laughs) you know? Right. It's when you see somebody else just try, I think it gives permission to more people to also just try. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it really, that is how the ripples are created. One person tries and they share their story about trying or someone just sees them going after it. And they're like, wow, okay, well, if they can try, maybe I can try to do this thing that I've been wanting to do. And, you know, it like continues to radiate out. And that's what I think is so cool is when we get to have these conversations and share stories, it hopefully give someone else listening the permission to be like okay well she can do it like why can't I do it and then it continues forward
1: yeah i read a quote i think it was a couple of days ago and i'm going to totally butcher it but it just said something like the the best way to love someone is just by letting them be their most authentic self mm. it's just let them be who they want to be in every you know chapter and
0: season of their life i think that is super important. And it sometimes can be hard to do because we are all so different, right? None of us are exactly the same. And letting people embrace who they are to their deepest core is the best thing that you can do for someone. Um, but it's challenging when you feel like, you know, you have maybe your own visions or your own uh, personal opinions or things. But I think if the more we can start to embrace that individualness, individuality, I guess, individualness, (laughs) individuality that we all have, I think is so important because that's what makes, I don't know, I think that's what makes the best communities is everyone just being themselves.
1: Yeah. Cause how boring, you know, if we were all the same and I think social media is a great thing, but I also think it's made people want to be so much like other people when it's like, how boring, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like just be yourself. Like you have so much to offer. We all think differently. We come from different places, different backgrounds. Like, you know, if you take the time to listen and just act upon those, those pings, as long as it's not hurting anybody, like, just be yourself because that's, you know, what you were created to be, whatever you believe in the higher power, like however you believe you were created on this earth, like you were meant to be you. So Mm -hmm. be you, you know, and it's hard. It's definitely hard. It's not, I don't feel like that every day. (laughs) It's like a roller coaster of of riding that feeling.
0: But it's coming back to yourself and what feels Mm -hmm. aligned and true, to you even if that's not aligned and true to other people and it's owning that and embracing that and not being afraid to do so
1: yeah because we're all different but we all do still feel the same things you know we still have the same emotions and whatnot
0: one of the things that I was reading um, that you shared about was kind of talking about what we're talking about is how we aren't here to live a linear life right we're not meant to live down these like straight paths running parallel with each other. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's been a big one that I faced this last year. Cause you know, when you, um, comparison is like the hardest thing ever. And especially when you're in an industry like the dance world, where it's like, you're competing against some of your best friends to get these jobs. And, you're, you know, trying to keep up and look the best and feel the best and dance the best and stay on the coolest trends, and it's like so overwhelming and so easy to just compare, compare, compare. And um, me stepping away from that this year and being able to really create my own life and be like kind of the master plan or master boss of my plan has been hard because then I look at friends and I'm like, oh, but you know should I be still doing that and like comparing comparing and I just have to keep reminding myself like Rihanna your path is so different than everybody else's and let you know those people and friends and peers around you be expanders be inspiration and um, challenge you to step into your own path like it doesn't have to look the same and I think I was caught so long in that like oh no you have to do these things to get to these places. So yeah, not not comparing and and realizing my path is my own has been quite the ride this last year. <laughs> Oop, you're still muted. I'm
0: <laughs> muted. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> chatting away. Uh, <laughs> comparison is definitely something that I think everyone can relate to. We all fall into that trap of and especially with social media. Like don't get me wrong, I love Instagram and I love seeing what people are doing. Um but it's hard not to compare uh what other people are achieving or the goals that they are reaching and I recognize within myself that when I start to feel like maybe jealous of someone's uh achievements that it's something within me wanting that for myself. And it, something I've been working on is trying to recognize when those feelings of comparison or jealousy start to come up and doing some like reflection work because I think Mm -hmm. it is something that we need to become aware of. And rather than turn outward to be like, oh my God, did you see so-and-so do da-da-da-da-da, which a lot of people can fall victim of. I'm trying to lurk inward of like okay well why is this coming up for me like why am I jealous of that or why am I comparing to that oh it's something that I want for myself okay well what steps can I start to make to get a little bit closer to achieve that thing for me yeah
1: and I think that that's so important and and it's like I, I think it was a podcast somewhere that I listened to as well, but it was about jealousy and envy and how those feelings are so natural as humans and the moment that we can switch it to exactly what you were saying, like, you see a friend get something and of course you're like, oh, but like, I want that and like this and I work so hard. It's like exactly taking a step and being like, okay, well, they obviously are showing me that it's possible. That it might not look just what it looks like for them, but it's possible. So let that be inspiring. Let that, you know, light the fire under you to like go for that thing because yeah if you turn jealousy and envy into like inspiration and seeing that like expanded version of yourself um it gets a little bit more fun I guess the word would say to get on things like social media and be like oh cool like I find myself more now than I was probably a year ago being like yes like that person did this and that person did that and how cool that they're like my friend and that they've shown me that that's possible and that I can achieve that for myself too by Mm. just like doing that that work just what you said
0: collaboration over competition I think is huge and I'm definitely seeing it more and more where people that have similar offerings are coming together to collaborate and just offer more to the world and more to the their communities and I think the more that we can try to do that if you see someone that's you know I try to work with other podcasters as much as I can, like, let's team up, let's, I co-hosted an event with another podcaster, or let's do podcast swaps, if it feels like we're aligned for each other's communities, and just little ways that we can support each other on our own journeys, I think is so important, because the more we can see it as an opportunity to collaborate versus compete with each other, we're going to all go that much further.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, I like just what you said I think before the podcast too, like you can't you're not alone and there's so many people and I think we forget that and then we get in our own zones and it's good to have those moments of isolation but when you can come together with someone and you can help expand their vision and they can help expand yours like how powerful is that you're reaching people that you probably would have never reached on your own so Mm. why not like why not help each other and why not you know yeah lift each other up and
0: support each other. I love envisioning like this big expansion of just almost like when you're blowing a piece of bubble gum and it just gets bigger and bigger, the more that you collaborate and you work with all these different people, you're, it's just going to keep growing and growing. But as soon as you try to compete, it's like, that's when it's going to pop so like lean into that collaboration and that expansiveness and like you're going to go so much further it it kind of reminds me i did this reiki session with this woman holly who's going to be on the podcast as well and it made me think about what she said to me so i'm due with my second child next week and so one thing I've been battling with is, well, how will I split my time between two kids? Like, how will I show love to both of them and make them both feel love? Like, how will I split my love? And she said to me, um, your love is going to expand. Your heart is going to expand. Like, we don't have like this finite amount of love. Like, I only have this much to give. It just expands and it grows. And you're going to have more love to give. And I was like, whoa, it was almost like a weight was lifted off of my shoulders when she said that. And I think if we can view that in our day-to-day life or in the things that we're doing of like, expand ourselves a little bit more, reach out, collaborate and grow, we're going to only have that much more to give. Like it's this expansive thing when we can just like open up a little bit more and lean into that. Like, it's going to be like a a crazy, I feel like, holy cow, this is so incredible versus when we're like, nope, competition, competition, we're not, you know, you're in then this tiny little box, but when you can collaborate and lean in together, it's just this expansive thing that keeps going. Yeah. That's beautiful.
1: A hundred percent. And it's, it's I think like peeling back to the like personal work and personal growth and, you know, having those things that you do every day to really connect with yourself like that for me, I do that so much more so that I can show up for the people around me so that those people feel like they can show up for those people. It's like Yeah, exactly. Expanding. It's like that work feels so intimate and personal, but really it trickles into everything else you do, because when you can show up as your full self in any situation, um, you're allowing yourself to be present. You're allowing others to do that. And then that's just a ripple and you all just (laughs) create Mm -hmm. ripples.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. One of the things that I kind of want to go a little bit deeper in is just that process that you went through to get to where you are today. Um, You wrote about how important it is to like celebrate those moments and recognize the growth and recognize the process. And I think that is so important to do. And I'd love to just hear a little bit more about your process and what allowed you to and made you realize like, oh, crap, I've grown a ton. Like I need to celebrate me and what I've been able to do for myself.
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, my main thing, like I had mentioned earlier has been journaling. It's like taking literally day to day, like time to journal how I'm feeling, what's going on and whatnot. And so I think a way that I celebrate is by going back because we also get in those, you know, easy, no, no ruts, I would call it, but just like the tunnel vision of like, go, 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 go. What's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And if you don't take time to be like, whoa, but wait, even like a month ago, look where I was and now I'm here. It's like, what's the point of all of that growth? So I think I've learned how to take a step away. If that's, you know, going in nature, if that's, you know, shutting off my social media, if that is, looking back on my journals. um, It's just always kind of rechecking in and making sure that it doesn't have to be every week, but every couple of months or month, like you have at least a day where you just allow yourself to sit in that growth and to look back at the person you were a year, two months, however long ago, five years ago. And find ways to celebrate yourself and I think also like community you know I couldn't have got here in this exact moment without so many people in my life this past year that did believe in me that did teach me new things that opened my mind up um so I think it's about carving out that time to celebrate yourself and also having you know like we keep saying the people around you that
0: um remind you of that growth when you talk about community and the journaling that you started within that community. How did you find people to take part in that and be a part of that group? I honestly just started
1: posting on uh, my social media and I you know my friend Lexi I'll forever for the rest of my life oh uh, this to her because we you know it was like week two of of quarantine and I was like I don't know what to do but like I do feel called to share like in the dance community it was really cool there were a lot of people starting to do free online classes Instagram lives all of that and so I was like I do feel like I have something to offer she's like why don't you just offer um, like a journal prompt where people can just come and they can either share and connect or they can just have their zoom on camera off mute and just enjoy. So I started posting and from there again, it was just word of mouth. It was people saying, Hey, I joined in on this thing. I want to do this X, Y, Z. And then like a year in, I started to have guests come in and um, yeah, I started have guests come in and share like either their beliefs or what they've been working through and kind of prep a little prompt Um, and then now I've just realized too like through social media is we're always so focused on like the number right like oh I have to have these many followers that looks so cool but for me I've realized like how important it is like what that number means. Like, is that just a number or are those people that you actually have a relationship and conversations with and like reach out to and no, not on like a super personal level, but you have like some connection. And I can honestly say like my success through journaling, through the journals I released last year and through these events that I host have been because I might not have all of these millions of followers, but the people that I do have are real people. And I make sure that I'm connected with them and that I, you know, see them. And then that trust that brings trust into like what I'm doing and, and, you know, them coming to these events
0: and whatnot. That's awesome. I love that. And I Mm -hmm. think building and cultivating and creating community is so important. It's something I'm super passionate about as well, of just connecting people and bringing them together and helping them to realize they're not alone or that other people are facing similar things that they are. And it's really an empowering thing to just bring strangers together and let them connect and share. And all of a sudden it's like everyone is learning about one another that they didn't know 30 minutes ago and they're laughing and they're like, oh my God, I'm actually trying to do something very similar. And so it Really encourages and motivates people and gives them exactly what we've been talking about kind of that permission to go after whatever it is that they've been maybe putting on the back burner because they've been unsure. And then they realize, like, okay, I I just got to go for it. I just got to start.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, I definitely believe in like a higher vision, a higher power, and that we're all put into each other's lives for a reason. And I think that that comes down to community. And that comes down to also people, you know, bringing people together and and yeah, connecting others. And I love it. I love when I see like, a random dance friend connected with like this person from Utah that I grew up with. They're like, you know, following each other on Instagram. and I'm like, this is so cool. Like you're just creating worlds inside of worlds and mm. exactly. Hopefully that person brings something to that person's life. And then, you know, it's just
0: trickles. It goes right back to the bubble gum. It's all, so, it's all about that expansion. It's all bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my last question for you is what is the ripple you want to create? <laughs>
1: I just want to create a ripple that, just what we've been saying, allows people to be themselves, allows people to not be scared of self reflection, not be scared of reinvention of themselves, um, and to just, you know, inspire people to step out of their box and create their own ripples and be in charge of their own lives and know that that's fully possible and that as cheesy as it sounds like whatever you want is possible you just have to take that first step and do
0: it yay I love it you gotta start you just gotta start
1: you just gotta go you gotta start creating
0: that bubble you gotta start chewing the bubble yes exactly exactly (laughs) where can my listeners find you
1: Um, Everything on social media is pretty much Rihanna Shea, So my first name and my middle name, Um, mainly on Instagram, dabbling in TikTok, feel a little bit (laughs) old in that genre, but you know, we're trying. Um, And yeah, just mainly Instagram. There's, I post everything there.
0: All right. And I will link all this in the show notes. So make sure to get in touch with her. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Today was so great to get to chat with you. And until next time, let's go out and start creating ripples.